Being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Myself, Josh Goff from Legacy up in Boulder. If you need anything done, by the way, up in that Boulder area, actually all of the northern area, just let us know. We can get you hooked up with Josh, and he'd love to take care of you. So when you're at Broomfield, Lafayette, Louisville, that whole northern area, we'll, I send folks all, all that. It's not that far of a drive, folks. Trust me, I lived in that area my entire life. It's pretty easy to get to. So anything you need in that area, let us know. We'll get you hooked up with Josh. In the meantime, Michael has a couple of questions. Go ahead, Michael. What's up? Yes. Thank you very much for taking the call. Thank you. Um, I have, yeah. I listen to your uh, show fairly often, actually. <laughs> I find it very interesting. Um, I have a 97 Nissan pickup um, that it's only getting about maybe 16 miles a gallon. I've improved the uh, a little bit of power like going up passes and stuff. I live in Denver. I go down to Alamosa okay. every few months so I can, that's how I can gauge it. And, uh, and, and real quick, what Nissan, it. real quick, Michael, what Nissan is it? Is it Frontier? Is it a Titan? What is it? Oh, no. It's a 97. It's just a standard pickup. It's an X as an extra XE. Four-cylinder or uh, six-cylinder? Four. Okay. Okay. Four. Yeah, four. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's throwing, uh, it had several engine codes. It had a P1, 0110, I got rid of that one after I changed the charcoal canister. And, but it still has a P1447, which has to, has to do with purge uh, um, control valve, EVAP, that kind of thing. And uh, I've changed the MAF, M-A-F, the PCV valve, charcoal canister, which, yes, it did have some pebbles in it. That's one thing I learned from you guys. It did have, so it was degrading. I changed that. And also cleaning the little purge valve there um, with some alcohol overnight. So who knows, it might have been sticking, whatever. And recently I changed the catalytic converter also. And I did an oil change uh, with the BT products. And I put the that product that you mentioned in a PDR or whatever it was PDR. into it. And yeah, I did that. Um, so I'm concerned about this P1447 code. And... Um, well, let's just, just start with that one. you got any suggestions on what I should do next to try and get rid of that code? Uh, so when the canister comes apart on those, they put charcoal all through the system. So the first thing I would do is start at the engine and pretty much blow it all the way back to the charcoal canister just to get all that charcoal. Because what happens with the canister is they actually break loose and put little pieces of charcoal in the purge valve in Everywhere. everything and all those lines, yep. and you have to get every little bit out because that, that valve, you know, sometimes the valve goes bad, but the valve will not close because it can't compress that charcoal, and that's what's making the valve stick. And so that's the first thing I would do is just make sure you 
you know, blow the lines all the way from the engine to the charcoal canister and every single line on that EVAP system out because there will be charcoal in everything when they do come apart. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Especially okay. on the old hard bodies like yours, the two fours. I've seen it a million times on those, and we just had spent a lot of time cleaning them out. And right. until you get every bit out and you think you're going to have every bit out, you, once you've done it once, you need to do about two, maybe three times because it, it's one of those magical things like having a broken window in a car. Somehow the glass keeps reappearing all the time. The charcoal just keeps reappearing all the time in there. So, So... Can I just, like, go from under the hood at the evap canister perch control valve, only the one line, and blow it out? Or should I, like, uh, do the, the see, I'm looking at a diagram here, evap canister purge volume control valve. So I take that, the hose off on that, too, and yeah, that valve out? That valve is the one that usually has issues, too, because it's, it's variable, and it's got a little door that goes, and the charcoal just sticks in there. So I would... Try and get on both sides of it if you can. I can't remember if, if it's X. I think it's external on that one. And, you know, blow that out. And then as the hose that goes over to the engine, make sure that's clean. And make sure that volume control valve is cleaned out, too. Just a little bit of compressed oh. air on it. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm encouraging. <laughs> um, recently, I, I could swear this happened right after I changed the oil. Like I said, you did use that product. Mm -hmm. If you're making like a weird, it's as though it has an extra fan in it, like a whoosh fan. All you got to do is go like 20 feet, you know, put it in drive, and you can hear it. Now, I did check the oil level. I, I guess I wasn't, you know, I'm going to take three and a half quarts, I guess, with, with, an, with a new filter. Mm -hmm. So it's like an eighth of an inch past the line. I don't know if that would create this extra. It sounds like it has like an extra, you know, engine fan in front, and you're driving it. I would. A, I can't hard to describe. Yeah, I mean, I would actually check the fan itself because this is an old, you know, belt-driven fan with a coupling on it. You know, it's temperature-related, so maybe it's just starting to stick on when it doesn't need to, and maybe that's what you're hearing. But, oh, yeah, I was wondering about that. Okay, and last one is, and I've ordered it twice so far. I can't find the right one. Um, I got, I've been replacing, like I said, you know, ball joints and three bar bushings I have done, and been working on it uh, with some friends. Mm -hmm. um, the three bar bushing, okay, <clears throat> and I've gone to car, no, spare rare parts auto. Okay, it's in the wrong one. Okay, wrong one. The bar itself is a 1.03 inches in diameter, okay? They're, what they show on their website is like a 0.92 or whatever inside diameter. Mm -hmm. It did not fit, okay? You're going to see a refund except for, the, uh, except for the shipping and handling, which is 12, practically almost, almost the cost of the part. Okay. But it gives me like a quarter of an inch gap, the 5-16th gap. When I, I, I don't, like I said, I got the same one, and those are in it right now. So right now I have like a quarter inch or so gap. Yeah, you can't use that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that won't work. And I can't find the right one. And who all have you checked with? I've checked with, like I said, rare parts, and then I got the other ones from uh, Amazon the first time. I forget who, who that was. It might have been Car ID. 
Uh, I'm not sure. But on the package it said, you know, and I looked, re-looked it, oh, yeah, it's a .9. Well, guess what? I even talked to the guy. You know, hey, you know, it, it, I don't know, maybe they put the wrong rubber pieces in the, in the bag. I don't know. But it has a gap in it. Yeah, what I what I would do on that one, and what you need to do is measure it in millimeters, because those are measured off millimeter, not off inches. Anyways, they're either twenty or twenty-three millimeter, and you can buy the urethane bushings on Energy Suspension and find and Napa can actually get those for you. But I would buy Energy Suspension bushings for that, Michael, and you can actually do that by going to their website, looking up the part number, and then have Napa get those for you. But it's either going to be a twenty-three millimeter, which is what it sounds like, versus the twenty millimeter, and those are available through. Energy suspension. All right, Richard, let's do a couple of reviews here real quick before we take our break. What's up, sir? Oh, not too much. Just uh, driven a few cars lately. Yeah, so what do you got going? What have, what have we driven lately? Well, so actually kind of we're going to do two cars that are kind of comparable, Dad. And so a few weeks ago drove a 2020 Toyota Camry. Um, it was the TRD um, Pro. It had kind of it was that series. And so you know how Toyota's been putting the TRD yeah. Pro on. yeah. Pretty much everything. Actually, which I like, by the way. Exactly. And I'll be honest, that's one thing about this car. So it was right in the mid-30s. Actually, say the back, low 30s. And you know Camry. You know, you can kind of get to the mid to almost high 30s, depending on how you option it out, which trim package you get. Right. All that fun stuff. But this car, it it was a looker. So I'll just be honest, folks. They don't do anything to the engine. It's still the same. It still runs well. Still got the V6 in it. Which they work really well, by the way. Oh, they do. So not supercharged, not turbocharged, but that's not a bad thing. If you're looking for kind of the effects of a car that looks cool, is going to get people's attention, you know, you kind of feel fun driving. It's got a nice little spoiler on the back. It's got ground effects. It's got different wheels, all sorts of things that way. This is definitely a car to consider because it has all of that, and you can do some of the aftermarket stuff to the engine at a later point in time if you want it. It's got a little bit bigger, or not bigger, you know, louder exhaust on it, that sort of fun stuff. But outside of that, down on the interior, it's more similar to kind of the mid-grade uh, Camry trims as far as, you know, not necessarily, I don't even think it had heated seats or anything like that. Just kind of had your basic, you know, single-zone climate control. It did have the Intune system, the touchscreen display, all of the safety features that are now st- standard on Toyotas. But overall, um, I don't know, just a really nice car, and I like how they kind of put that performance package on it. Mm-hmm. just made you feel a little bit cooler in that sense of things. So, one of, uh, one of our more favorite cars of recent, especially if you don't want to buck up and you'll go super high-end on, on a Camry, but maybe you do down the line and maybe you want to do some performance stuff down the line, you could certainly do so. Nothing wrong with Camrys, and for everybody listening, most of you may or may not know this, but if Camry were its own car company, it would be in the top ten of car companies as far as the numbers of cars produced that's how many Camrys Toyota has sold over the years. It is a staple of the car world. It's a car, that, Richard, that folks can never go wrong buying. Nope. The things will run and run and run and run. And in this case, you finally get a little sex appeal out of it because I saw the car. You get a little sex appeal out of this one that you didn't get before with a regular Camry. Exactly. That, that is the name of the game. So, again, if you're looking for a little bit of the, the curb appeal on it, you know what? It, it's definitely got the potential to do so. So, if you're interested in that, you're like, all right, you know, I've always wanted a camera, but they've always kind of looked a little dull to me, and not anymore. Go check out the TRD Pro Edition and let them know uh, that, that John and Richard Rush sent you. Okay. What's next? All right. So, next in a similar comparison is a Volk 2021, I believe, Volkswagen Jetta. And this one was a little bit more equipped, was right there kind of in the low to mid-30s again, but it did have some heat, heated seats, had a heated steering wheel on it. Um, and I don't know, I'll be honest, I don't 
no what engine comes standard in that. I apologize. Maybe you can look that up real quick while I'm um, ahead, talking sure. about it. Just, I think it's a turbocharged engine, if I'm not mistaken on it. Um, works really well. A fun little vehicle to drive. You know, full, you can fit four full-size adults in it. Got a lot of trunk room. They've got a, a fan, you know, it's kind of the Volkswagen mantra. Of it's going to be able to go forever and ever and ever. You're going to essentially be able to run the wheels off the car if you want, want to. And honestly, outside of that, it was just a really fun car to drive. And I kind of tried to differentiate the, between the two. Again, if you're looking for that, the sex appeal of it, then, then you can kind of go towards that TRD Pro edition when it comes to the Camry. But they're comparable cars in that sense. They really are. In, in dollar what, for dollar, I mean, again, we talked about the Camry a moment ago, but dollar for dollar when it comes to the Jetta, I tell you what, there's a reason why they've sold a gazillion of those as well. It's still a really good, solid sedan staple car, which, again, it's getting tough to find a good sedan. You're not, there's hardly any. In fact, is there an American company now making a small sedan? No, I, not that I they've know. all pretty much gotten rid of it, I think. I think, I think they have. So if you're looking for that, that small sedan, that's what you're going to end up with. And what model was this particular Jetta, Richard? I believe it was the, oh, geez, what is it? Is it the S SEL? Yes, SEL. Yes, SEL. Yeah, it was it was the top, and so like I said, I think it's in the, it's you know right there, kind of in the low to mid 30s. The way that it was a portion on ours, you know, again did have the 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 safety aids and that sort of stuff. Had the infotainment yep. system, the touch system. Again, it works well. It was you know it had dual zone climate control, things like that. Really enjoyed it, and like you said, Dad, it is a staple. But it's not it's not a bad thing, folks. We're not saying staple cars are bad. No, because they're not needed. at all. They're great. And they're needed by a vast majority of people. That's right. At some point, and we've known several friends, you know, Dad, that have driven Volkswagens, and essentially they've driven the wheels off the dang things. And that one does come with a 1.4 liter turbo engine, 184 foot pounds of torque, and that you know what, it works fabulous. You even went up the hill in that car. I did. I went up the hill, and honestly, in our altitude, at our altitude, again, we always say this. If you can get a turbocharged engine, folks, over naturally, naturally aspirated, nine times out of ten, it's going to be worth it because especially at our altitude, it just works so much better. It sure does. Well said. All right, where do they go to find one? Uh, just head to, your local, head to your local Volkswagen dealer. Let them know that John and Richard Rush sent you. And then test drive it, folks, too. As we always say, get you, get you your friends, your family in this vehicle because that's the only way you're going to be able to do it. And, and even when COVID times, folks, dealers are doing appointments. Whatever they that's can, right. they still got to move cars. So now is actually as good a time as any to buy. Yep, and that's a gr another great staple car, a Volkswagen Jetta. All right, Richard, thanks. I appreciate it. We'll take a quick timeout. All right, well, we'll do it. Gilbert, Don, hang tight. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Winter is coming quick, and if there's one thing Geno's knows, it's that a well-maintained vehicle performs and lasts, especially during the harsh and sudden Colorado winter weather. Take advantage of Geno's free multi-point inspection before winter arrives. We'll evaluate your vehicle by looking at your fluid levels, belts, hoses, and filters. Any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with a NAPA Peace of Mind warranty, covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Geno's continues to service Larry's Automotive customers through Napa Auto Care, warranting any work you may have had done. If you think your vehicle will benefit from our multi-point inspection, give Geno's a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We're AAA approved and located at Bulls and Platte Canyon in Littleton. Stay safe this winter. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. 
A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. The hard part of my job is getting the case ready for trial. The really fun part of my job is going to trial. Call the personal injury attorney who enjoys going to trial, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. The thing that people need to do when they're talking with lawyers about trials, ask the lawyer that they're talking to whether they like to go to trial or not. Although most personal injury cases settle outside of the courtroom, you want an attorney who stands ready to represent you at trial. The reason that we say trial tested, trial ready is because we do enough cases that we are always ready. And it's like anything else, you ride a bike or you, know, you shoot trap. If you do it often, you're still in good, regular practice on it. If you do it once a year, not so much. Trial tested, trial ready. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh. Call today for a free, no obligation consultation. 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We do appreciate it. Don and Littleton, you're next. What's going on, Don? Hey, John. Hi, Josh. Nice to talk with you guys. How are you, sir? Hey, uh, John, I've been working on the wiring on my Jeep, and I got a few places where I have to put quick disconnects in, and I'm not sure what what's the right way to go would you have any favorites for quick disconnects on wiring what are you trying to uh you know disconnect and hook back up well say for example taillights i want to be able to unhook my taillights and pull them off the jeep when it comes time to do the body work and paint so i'm thinking of well can i use weather packs or deutsch connectors or what do you have any favorites i wanted something a little more weatherproof than just um a nylon quarter blade quarter inch yeah i like the deutsch for that okay you can you buy those kits on amazon you know with all with four pins three pins they'll sell you the whole kit so you can you know take yes, it from there yes. do you have any experience josh with uh, weather pack do you like weather pack don't buy weather pack they're fine yeah yeah they work I, well too they're, either one of them here's the key to either one of those just from what i have i'll ask josh what he thinks as well but in in my opinion if you're going to use either one of them there's actually a specific crimp tool Mm-hmm. that you yeah. use for the wire for those little terminals that go on the end of the wire to go into either one of those types of connectors. Yeah, and I think, Don, that, to me, that's the bigger deal is making sure you've got the right crimp tool to do that, not so much which connector you're using, because it's going to be the same for the, for the most part on that. Right, very true. And those, those okay. you know, I remember buying my first one. It was like 500 bucks for the set with, with three different ones. And now 50 bucks or less, and you can buy the whole kit for it. So. Correct. And it's just, yeah. you know, the, the 
same theory where we're, you know, where they're using basically, you know, rubber and sealing up that connector, whether it's Weatherpack or Doy. I mean, again, it, it really comes down to personal preference. I personally, I don't know that it matters one way or it the doesn't. other. It no. really just comes down to you and what you like and what you can buy the cheapest and what you feel comfortable with. Well, Delphi weather packs are have a pretty good rep, and they're the, pretty they're pretty reasonable. They're really expensive. You, know, you can buy a pack of those pretty inexpensively now. Yes, yes. you are correct on that. Yes, Deutsch are nice too, but they are really expensive. <laughs> they are. They're more so than, the weather packs you can get on Amazon. I mean, you can buy a you know a, a three in your case a three pin, which is what you would need. You know, a three pin weather pack pack, and you could buy a whole pack of them for twenty bucks or so. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's exactly right, and I've seen that crimping tool. I'm going to crimp the terminals like 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 you're supposed to, but then I'm also going to solder no, the terminals. No, don't, so. don't, don't think so. No, don't solder them. You Why actually not? end. Up, I think it's actually worse when you solder them. You end up having the the possibility of things getting brittle and breaking and cracking at where the solder joint is versus just leaving them crimped, and that that's because of that particular time. You'll never oh. see a GM or you know any of those weather pack connectors where they've soldered them. Even okay. the Deutsch, you'll never see them soldered. And when I've soldered okay. them, you know, in the past, you end up making them a little thicker, so they become harder they, to they, lock yeah, into right. the you, house you can't and then get they'll them unlock. In yeah, it's a pain in the neck. And okay. I think that's okay. why, Don, they don't solder them from the factory. Yeah, because there's only so yeah. much space in there. Right. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, I can, yeah, I can sure avoid that. Hey, John, how did your truck get stolen? How, tell us about that. Um, well, we're not exactly sure yet. I mean, it is, I've got a, a big yard that, you know, I don't want to get too public about, but I, I have a big yard where I store all of my stuff, and somebody broke in the yard and stole the truck. Broke broke into the truck? They would have, The truck would have been locked, I suppose? Yeah, right? they broke into the yard, then the truck, and then off it went. Oh, man. That would almost have to be a pro that did that, wouldn't it? We're not sure yet. Um, it's, it's a, there's a long story behind it. The, the, this is a particular gentleman that we do know for sure has stolen more than just our vehicle, my, you know, more than just my vehicle. So this guy's been kind of on a let's drive one for a week and get rid of it and go pick up another one and drive it for a week. And I, I would venture to guess mine will probably show up at some point. Not positive that will happen. But, yeah, this is somebody that probably has a little more familiarity with things than the average yeah, because you you just can't break into a car as easily now, can you? Not as easily as you used to be able to, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, your truck is unusual, and, and people keep their eye open. I certainly will. Uh, D-Badge Dodge. Yeah, and there's not too many D-Badge Mega Cab Dodges running around. There's hard. Yeah. Well, there isn't any. That's probably the only one you'll see. And, and folks are so brazen now. A lot of times you, you read in the paper where a person will steal a car, and then they'll just keep driving it. Yep. Yeah, I think that's what's the case. I think that's the case in this in this case. I mean, I, I mean, again, the police are looking at this, so I don't want to give out too many more details in case somebody's actually, you know, listening that may actually have it. But trust me, we're going to find it. Okay. Okay. Well, good on you. I'll well, leave it we'll at that. Once I, once we get to the end of it, I'll give the full story. Yeah, I would really like to hear that. Hey, always a pleasure talking. Thank you, with Don, you. Thank very you. much. I do appreciate. You're always a great call, and I appreciate it very much. Gilbert and Highlands Ranch, what's going on? Hey, how are you guys doing? Good, today? sir. What's up, Gilbert? Hey, uh, as far as those car movies go, uh, you were talking about the semi chasing the guy through the desert. Yes, that was Dennis Weaver. Yes, it was. Played Chester on uh, yeah, Gunsmoke. Uh, yeah, I don't see. I never saw him in anything else. But anyway, that was kind of a strange movie. It was a very yeah. It was, was really a strange movie. Yeah, it was kind. Of, they didn't. They didn't spend a lot of money on it. <laughs> a semi and a car and the two actors. That was about it. Uh, my my stepdaughter has a 2004 Toyota 4Runner, 4 liter, 
automatic, of course. And she's had it since it was new, and she's having this engine noise now. It's almost like a knock. Now, she's had it into certain places, uh, not the dealership per se, but a Toyota specialist. And they they cannot figure out what the problem is. And, and it's just, it's not, it doesn't happen when it's cold. It doesn't happen, it happens all the time. So, uh, and I, I told her for years, and I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but I think it perhaps will. She always used that cheap gas from King Supers. Because she gets a good deal on on the cost, and it is and cheap go, gas. I don't, mm-hmm. And I said, you maybe you shouldn't do that because I think eventually it's going to maybe take a toll on whatever. And, and do you think that has anything to do with it or no? Uh, yes. Because yeah. they can't figure it out. Uh, I would say yes, it does. I I do too. And in fact, she had a problem. They went skiing, and their the her fuel lines froze up. She had to get it towed back to town, and once the thought out, and the guy even told her, you know, what kind of fuel do you use? And she told him, he goes, you know, I understand that, but every few months or so, just fill it up with a good, you know, shell or whatever. Yeah, I just use a shell all and, the time. Uh, your, your maintenance cost on down the road will far exceed any savings you've got, which right now isn't. That. I mean, gas is cheap right now anyways. I mean, really cheap. I mean, gas is... Right. Anywhere from what a buck ninety-five to two fifteen, two twenty a gallon, depending upon what part of town you're in. Why do yeah. you Why do you need to worry about saving five or six cents a gallon on gas? You're You're not saving right. anything. Well, uh, yeah, she eventually it's going to. I told you it's going to bite, bite you in the rear end. Is what it's going to do, which yeah. is what it's doing now. Yeah. Is that new? They told her you're looking at about five thousand dollars for a, a replacement. Mm-hmm. If we can even find one, and yep. then he goes, you, you know, you don't want to go new because. You just it wouldn't be worth it because your your car's not worth you know eight nine thousand. Now the one thing that I would so try I on know. that before before they go through all of that, Gilbert, I'd take that over to. It, does it does it is it running now or what's the situation? Yeah, it's running. It just it runs fine. It just has that ticking in the motor. Like I would I would take that over to Geno's and have them do the full BG EPR, uh, the full injection cleaning service on it. You're uh-huh, gonna spend about uh-huh. five hundred bucks to do all of that, but I would do that first before you spend any more money on it. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll tell her it's her car. I don't. That's know. what I would do without without doing anything else because it may very well help it and and if that does and it and it really fixes it, which it could, then start running good fuel in it. Yeah, well, it, again, it's got a few miles on it. She might just trade it in or sell it. I don't know. But well, now is the time. I, I mean, right it, now those are worth a pretty penny. So if she's going to do that, and and that, this is for everybody else listening, if you're going to to do anything when it comes to trading a vehicle in. And, and whether it's an SUV, you know, forerunner truck, things like that, and it's good and clean, Gilbert, don't wait. Now is as good no. a time as you're ever going to find because the market is a high right now on her car, and there's some great deals on the new end of it or even the new used end of it, but her car is worth probably as much as it's going to be in the not-too-distant future. So yeah, if she's going to do that, don't delay. Yeah, yeah. And getting real quick, the sedans, yeah, they just – Everything's gone SUV or CRV. Nobody really wants low cars that you you know. No, we we looked. I mean, Ford does have the Fusion. Chevy's still making the Malibu and the Sonic. And the Sonic, and yeah, I mean, it really, Gilbert, it's it's becoming where you're going to buy a Japanese or a European, uh, you know, small sedan if that's what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. If I were in the market, I I again, I'd buy that Toyota Avalon. Avalon's a great car, by the way. Fabulous you know, car. and they discount, they discount the heck out of them. They only carry two or three on the lot. I, I know. I, I, well, because, because a lot of guys looking at Avalon will step up and go buy a Lexus yeah. instead. Right. Um, 
which is foolish in my. Wait, they'll be an Alexis EX, you know, instead of a GX or yeah. whatever. But you yeah, know, yeah, I yeah. I would, I, to your point, the the Avalon's a great car. Oh yeah, I think you know my neighbor bought one and he loves it. He goes, I wish I would have bought it years ago. My friend, uh, his his buddy always drove Mercedes all his adult life, and then when he retired, he bought an Avalon. He goes, Why'd you buy an Avalon? He goes, Because this uh, Avalon on the road, it's I hate to say it, but it's much better than the Mercedes. Great car and the reliability. It's a great, yeah, the reliability. You cannot go wrong there. It's 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 one of the most reliable cars you'll ever buy. Yeah, no well, doubt. Take care, guys. Gilbert, thank, thank you. you very much. I do appreciate it very much. Gary and Longmont, Randy in Detroit, hang tight. We'll come right back, guys. We've got a line open, 303-477-5600. That's the affordable interest mortgage call-in line. We'll be right back here on Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie distributing your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. Someone asked me earlier this week if they really needed a diesel fuel additive for their new truck. The super simple answer is a resounding yes. But how should you know which one is right for your car, truck, or even tractor? Well, spend .69 seconds on Google and you will find over 1.3 million different diesel fuel additives. That's a lot. So, how in the world are you supposed to know which one is best? At BG Products, we break down diesel fuel additives to 10 main categories. These categories include fuel system cleaning, which means that the additive contains detergents that are effective in the removal of fuel system deposits while restoring the fuel economy and overall engine performance and will further improve the function of electronic sensors, catalytic converter, and other expensive fuel system hardware. Next, there is a pump lubricity agent provided in order to protect against the abrasive damage due to marginal fuel lubricating quality commonly present in ultra-low sulfur diesel fuel. Then there are fuel stabilizers to reduce fuel destabilization or breakdown and prolong fuel filter life, especially problematic in modern biofuel. Additionally, there are corrosion inhibitors, which reduce corrosion of the fuel system components and storage tanks by performing a protective film over the metal surface. Next, you need to look for a flow improver or a pour depressant, which will optimize fuel cold temperature performance and eliminate the need for expensive blends of number one and number two diesel fuel. Also, look for a cetane improver, which will improve the ease of cold starting and the overall fuel ignition quality. Some additives will include a de-icer, which will prevent entrained water from freezing. More advanced additives will include a high-pressure detergent to aid in preventing black fuel filter plugging and fuel injector deposits in high-pressure common rail systems. Lastly, some contain an emission system cleanup to help dissolve and remove hydrocarbon deposits, especially soot found in the DPF. Knowing all of this is difficult, even more problematic is very few diesel fuel products contain all of these elements. It is important to understand the diesel fuel additive that you select for your vehicle and ensure that it is the right product for the job. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG Products. We'll talk to you again next week. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. 
Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Call Novus Auto Glass as soon as you notice a chip or crack in your windshield so they can save you more money. Novus Auto Glass wants to help you save more money by repairing chips and cracks whenever possible. With their patented glass repair technology, Novus can tackle tougher cracks than the competition. In some cases, they can repair cracks up to a foot long, but you have a much better chance at getting a repair when you act fast. Glass repair is more complicated than you think. Something as simple as going through a car wash could make your little chip or crack unfixable. No matter what sort of damage you're dealing with, though, there's never any risk with a Novus repair. Should your windshield repair fail, they will credit the cost toward a replacement. Novus works with all insurance companies, and for those without windshield coverage, Novus will give you a discounted cash price. It's simple. Novus Autoglass saves you more money. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and find the windshield repair expert nearest you. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Barber's Foods has been feeding Colorado families the highest quality protein since 1949, sourced from farm, ranch, and fishing families that they know personally. Barber's Foods is proud to offer your family wild-caught Alaskan sockeye fillets, caught by their own fishermen who personally catch the salmon in the Bristol Bay of Alaska in a boat that they own and operate. Go to barbersfoods.com to pre-order your Alaskan salmon fillets. And while you're there, check out the Morgan Ranch Wagyu, Colorado-sourced USDA choice beef and bison, Beeler's non-GMO gestation, crate-free Duroc pork, and Pittman Farms family air-chilled chicken products. Stock up now and save 5% off your entire order with the code SAVE5. You care where your food comes from. So buy your proteins from Barber's Foods, 100% Colorado native owned. Barber'sFoods.com. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We do appreciate it very much. Gary up in Longmont, you're next. Yeah, hi, John. Gary, how uh, are you? Call. Okay, thanks. Uh, I'm looking for a new Jeep Grand Cherokee replacement for the 97 that I've had for 200,000 miles. It's done a great job. And uh want something similar in height, not any taller, so I can still use a ski carrier and get into the garage. Sure. And uh, I've and looking online, I noticed that you had, at least for a while, a 2015 or 17 red with black. Uh, is that giving you good service? Uh, yeah, and I don't have it anymore. I've, I'm traded out of that, so I don't have it any longer. But yeah, it was a good vehicle. I had it, you bet. Okay. Uh, who is the car broker you used to talk about that did help people find cars and we, sell cars? For, for a while, we were using, um, why is this slipping my mind? <laughs> um, uh, Dan is his name. Um, 
Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> Why can't I remember this? I mean, it's been this that long since like he's, been, he's, it's been, he's he's been uh, he's been a, a advertiser. He was an advertiser for a while. Yeah. Uh, with us yeah. Uh, back then. Um, I will have to think about that. I can't remember his his business name. It's Dan and. Uh, give me one second. Okay. I'll try to think. I, maybe I can get it from Larry offline. After, well, yeah, I, I, a, I can look it up and get it to Larry about. at some point. Yes, I can do that. Uh, what similar vehicles do you think I might uh, find interesting? Well, so what? What engines in the Grand Cherokee? Uh, well, the new, the one I had was the traditional V8, the old 5.2 liter Chrysler motor. Uh, and by the way, it was Dan Lather at Denver Car Brothers. That's who we used to use. I don't know if Dan's still doing stuff or not. Y'all just look it up, Gary. Denver Car Brokers. Okay, that's fine. Okay, yeah, just look it up and see if he's still around doing stuff. Sure. I haven't. I've not All talked right. to him for quite some time, so no guarantees on that. So we had the V8, the Chrysler V8, and the okay. 1997 Grand Cherokee, so and the... we got 200,000 miles on it, and it's done great for us. They build a great. I mean, it's still a great vehicle. The difference today is. And Josh might know this better than I, but I doubt if you're going to buy a V8 Grand Cherokee today, much less than probably 50, 55K today. Yeah, that's what's going to be. Right. I, I think Hemi. I have to settle for the V6. The V6 will give me the same performance. It, it will, has. and it'll be a little yeah. less money. You'll save, you know, four or five grand, I think, if you go uh, you know, down. And, of course, they do different packages and so on, depending upon what you buy. And all of that, but yeah. You, and by the way, the V6 works very well. There's nothing wrong with the V6 at all. I'm, I'm not going to tell you there's Believe anything wrong with it. it. It would be nice to splurge on the Trackhawk. A friend of mine has. Oh one. yeah, it would be. Yeah, now oh, you're boy. talking. Lots of fun. But now you're talking. Lots of fun, but not very practical. No, but man alive, I I I saw one last night uh, that drove by me, and or sorry, on my way down to the station here yesterday afternoon. Oh man, it, it was black, beautiful, and it just sounds like no tomorrow. Yeah, they're a fun. Oh car. man, are they awesome? He gave me a ride, and it, it's incredible how smooth the shifts are, and yeah. incredible for performance. Oh, it's it's an awesome slip. car. It really is. Yeah. No, if you, if, yeah, I mean, uh -huh. but to your point, not probably not super practical. No. <laughs> yeah. What what other vehicles do you think I should consider that would do as well as the '97 Jeep Grand Cherokee? Well, you know, and, if, and as far as you know the height and all that goes, you could just look at that Gary and see what works for you as far as getting things on and off of it. The one thing that the Jeep gives you that is really you know unfound in any other vehicles, why they sell so many of them is you know your off road capability. If you do any hunting, fishing, anything along those lines, you know your departure angle. And, uh, you know, well, yeah. the approach angles right. and so on, you're not going to find anybody else that has anything close. I mean, the off-road capability of the Grand Cherokee is just like none other. You're not going to find another vehicle in the class that does what it will do, you know, off-road. Now, some are going to argue with me yeah. on that, but trust me, folks, it's tough oh, to beat, I agree. It's tough it's, to beat it for that. Now, point, it, now, if you're not doing point, any of that anymore, Gary, well, man, your options open up immensely. Pilot, right. Highlander, I'm, I'm oh, tons. Stuff, yeah. Tons. So... Yes, very little of that anymore. It's more on-road capability uh, with big snowstorms. What, uh, what I would do, mountains. Gary, if it were me, is I would go drive as much. I know with COVID it's a little tougher, although right now it makes it easier because most of them won't drive with you. So it's a little easier actually to go drive cars now than it was even, say, six, seven months ago. I would go drive the other cars in the class and just see how they fit you, how you like the feel, how you like the storage inside, uh, you know, what's the back hatch like? You know, what kind of storage do you get there? Because that market is full. That's probably the biggest competition market 
right now in the car world, period, Gary? Mm-hmm. I tried the Explorer, the Ford Explorer, and uh, the seating was really odd. You know, you yes. had to raise your arm a long yeah, ways. Yeah, I hate that side. I hate the side door high. panel. You feel like you got your arm up above your head. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, so and, and they're bigger. That. That's actually, believe it or not, most people don't realize it, but that's a bigger car than the Grand Cherokee. It sure is. So, you know, you're going to be looking more at, say, gosh, Grand Cherokee. Let me think of what, what really size-wide compares that. To, to your point, you know, Pilot, Pilot. full-size Outback, which, by the way, is a fabulous vehicle. I don't know if you're into, you know, like Subarus or not, Gary, but the full-size Outback is, is an absolute fabulous vehicle. Um, Highlander. Yeah, yeah, Toyota Highlander is another one that's in that realm. A pilot on the Honda end of things. GM, is that the Blazer or is that the Equinox the, that would be in that class? Uh, probably Blazer is more comparable to Grand Cherokee, which, by the way, Gary, if you haven't driven a new Chevy Blazer, go drive one. It's a vehicle that okay, Chevrolet has done a crappy job of advertising, but is absolutely a fabulous vehicle. I hesitate because of that new four-cylinder how, and how rough it might be with that transmission. Uh, I thought the Blazer has the 3.6. Oh, it does? Okay. I think it does. I think the Blazer, I, I own one, and that one, the one I own's got a V6, but I didn't know if they changed that maybe oh. for 2020 or 2021. All right. Well, I don't have to have a new one. Several years old is okay. Uh, the, the Chevy Blazer with a 3.6 is absolutely a phenomenal vehicle, Gary. It works like no tomorrow. Right. They really do. I'll look at that, too. And, and, uh, I, and I, again, own one so I can attest to how well that part of it. And it's a good-looking vehicle. They've got great room, second seat. Room is bigger than the Grand Cherokee. What you have to look at, though, and this is where I don't remember how, even though I've owned both, I believe they're fairly comparable on storage room behind the seat, but you'll have to double-check that one. I don't need the third-row seat. Uh, No, and you won't get that anyways because it's just not even offered. But the the rear, I think the the cargo capacity, I have to look at Grand Cherokee, but cargo capacity is 64 cubic feet in the Blazer, and I don't remember what it is on Grand Cherokee. I'd have to look that one up to double-check it. Okay, and uh, on another item, uh, are you interested in SAE technical articles about uh, the new VET transmission and design parameters they went through getting to the vehicle they have now? Of course, and mine uh, mine was okay. built this last week, so yes, I would love to know that. Oh, great. So if Larry can connect with me for how to get those to you. It's easy. It just, uh, just, just send them to my email. It's john, J-O-H-N, at drive-radio.com. Well, uh, that means I'd have to go through and make PDFs of them. I have a hard copy from the SAE. Oh, you have a hard copy. Okay. Um, you, can, you can send them here to the station. I'll just give you the address. I get everything that comes here. It's easy. Okay. Just just uh, mail it to, and this is for everybody else listening. This is easy. This is public knowledge. I'm not giving anything that anybody wouldn't know otherwise. Just mail it to KLZ, attention, John Rush. Uh-huh. Twenty-eight twenty-one South Parker Road, number twelve oh five. That's our suite number, Gary. Got it. Aurora, Colorado eight zero zero one four. It'll come right to me. Okay, twenty-eight twenty-one South Parker Road, number twelve oh five eight zero zero one four. You got Aurora. it. Yeah, it'll come right. And actually, it comes faster here than if I gave you my home address. So it'll actually be faster here. Okay. All right, and then uh, Demir's did a good job for me diagnosing emissions problem. Awesome. Uh, up in Longmont. Awesome. Good to hear. Appreciate the recommendation. Good to hear. Thank you, Gary. Uh, a new a new cat took care of it. Perfect. Well done. Uh, and uh, I I think that you we've covered a whole lot. Well, Thank I appreciate it, Gary. Thank you, and I look forward to that. 
very much so. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Randy in Detroit, hang tight. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hi, I'm Raleigh Purefoy. You know, being in business for six decades in any business is a tough thing to do, especially in today's highly complex and competitive world. As a small business, we certainly have experienced many trying times when there was no clear answer or path to take for survival. The COVID-19 virus for all of us has been the ultimate business disruptor, but once again, we've managed to keep on keeping on, and we are there to serve our many tried and true customers that have depended on us to always be there. We aren't and never will be a big high-flying dealership, but one with honesty and integrity and a culture of doing things right. We appreciate all our customers, many of which have come long distances to do business with us. We are proud of who we are and what we do. Purefoy proud. We certainly need and would appreciate a chance to earn your business, whether it would be for parts or service or if you're in the market for a new or used vehicle. We'd love to be your Chevy dealer. Find us today at PurefoyChevrolet.com and find new roads. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold certified auto care shop and employs ASC certified technicians. So don't be that guy and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555 or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Josh Goff from Legacy up in Boulder. Randy, all the way from Detroit with us. Randy, welcome, sir. Hey, thank you for taking care of my great story. Thank you. And never say never. Nope. (laughs) Uh, Somebody was talking about those Grand Cherokees and Cherokees, and I wanted to bring this up as a comment. I seen a show on TV or whatever, and this is what the guy does. He sells the vehicles, Cherokees only. He gets them, he rebuilds them, and he does it to customer order. You want that thing stock? It'll be stock. You want to go halfway, mid-range, a little bit? He'll do that. Hmm. You want the whole nine yards? He'll do that. Hmm. Price pending on what you want done. Hmm. That's what he does. Interesting. Because there is a big following. Interesting. Big following. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, there is. Agreed. No, you're, you're right about that, no doubt. 
Yep. I mean, if you can afford the gas, which, you know, you're going to pay that on your trailhead, like you said, if you step in it. But anyway, uh, I wanted to mention two things. Someone mentioned something about gas, and uh, you had a good point about gas being cheap. We don't have 85 here because we're not up there like you are. But 87. Right. Uh, we average we average 199. Okay. Now, on one day, it might go up to 206, whatever. But I can find it, and I don't mean Costco. I mean like golf, and I think that's top tier here. Yeah, it is. As far as one, as far as 187. You know. Wow. I mean, so we're anywhere from you know from 187 to average 199. That's cheap. It goes up to 219 for three days. So be it. Anyway. I wanted you to Google something for me because my computer's not up. If I have time, I have another another question. But as far as the Google deal, it has to do with car batteries. Okay. Uh, I have that Napa Platinum Gel in my Jeep, seven-year battery, great battery. And I just bought a new one from AutoZone because I won't get into it, but Napa's not doing very well here. It's a Duralast or whatever, but it was Platinum. It's an AGM, all that good stuff. Now, Sears, by the way, is out of business, but I went to an advanced auto. They have the diehards now. Mm-hmm. The black, the silver, the gold, and the platinum. Problem is, I can't get the platinum, and I don't care what it is. I mean, I don't even know if Napa does it. I can't find a uh, platinum for my car because there's probably a different size battery that goes in there. Probably figure it's a little motor. doesn't need that much power, but I'm one who likes power. So why do they make, and I don't care who, do they make a AGM or a platinum gel battery for my Dodge Caliber? Or is it just too small of a car? It doesn't require that, and you're just going to get a good that acid battery. Because I Josh I is looking it up. I don't know it. on that one. I you okay. you Josh, you you know more on that. You, what what series battery is that, by the way? Uh, I don't know the group size, but but if you look it up, I mean the platinum's going to be too big. It wouldn't fit in the tray. Because I thought of putting it in there and bungee cording it, but I really don't want to have it look like a hoopty when I open the hood. Gotcha. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, cables will fit. Oh. Well, he's looking that up. I had another question. I found a place. Matter of fact, it was Napa. took me a while. They have their BG44K. Mm-hmm. They changed the colors and everything. They put platinum on it. And right. I don't know if that's, that's right. or what happened. No, no that's all or the new formula for the direct injection vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, did they add add stuff to it? So yes. It's a little they better, they, they changed the formula to, to help with the direct injection is what they did. Okay, cool. Well, I only found one place that had it. Uh the other place did have it want to do the service. Now, here's my question. Now, I buy this stuff for 27 Uh The service is 160 So I was going to ask, is what am I getting for the bang for my buck if I had them do the IV drip? And I did look into that, and they said that, you know, they run it through the, the system on a drip. And the good thing is they said they'll run it through those injectors pure, you know, and turn the pump off or whatever. That's fine. And it'll clean your throttle body. Well, I mean, I can spray my throttle body. I can clean that. The only thing I can't do is run it through the injectors pure. So is it really worth going from 30 to 160 to have them do their process, or am I better just throwing it in the tank? Uh, I think it is. I mean, so when you run it the way we do it is we fog it in. So we're not just cleaning the throttle body. You know, it's actually running with the right. gas injectors, and it's to clean the top of the valves, all the runners, all that stuff on that car. So that's why I so, believe it's worth so will it. Will it not do that if I, I mean, with the exception of running it through pure through the injectors, with the exception of that, I mean, won't it do everything? I mean, the gas has to go everywhere and through all those those moving parts and do its thing to keep the car running. Yeah, but when we do, we do the BG air induction service, it's fogging it in. So you're cleaning the throttle body, you're cleaning the idle passages too, 
and it's going uh, all the way down the runners and picking up all the, you know, the carbon that builds up there and all the carbon that builds on the backside of the intake valves. So, so it, it won't do that just by putting it in my gas, or it'll do it at a week or it, it only does it because it's going to be mixed. Yeah, it only does it from the injectors down. So, you know, if you put 44K in your tank, it gets squirted from the fuel injectors on top of the intake valves. And so you're right. only close, you know, those few millimeters when, you know, you'll get carbon buildup and all kinds of gunk buildup and all the way through. Right. So, and, uh, you know, well, one, the- one answer I got from, I didn't mean to cut you, one, one answer I got here was from a mechanic I talked with. He said, are you having any issues? And I said, no. He goes, well, then just throw it in your tank once or twice a year. Now, definitely, if you're having issues, get that service done. I do not have issues. I'm on top of my cars like nobody would believe. So am I still good at doing it? Tank or is it good just to do it if every you're, If you're doing thousand? it multiple times a year and running good gas, then just keep doing it the way you're doing okay. it until you have an issue, you know? But I don't think you will. As long as you're running good gas and you keep putting 44K well, in two or three times a year, you'll probably be fine. Okay. Yeah, I just wonder where my bang for the buck went with the extra 130 bucks. You, you did explain it, that to me. Yeah, it's usually, uh, you know, when we do it, it's, it's people running cheap gas, and, you know, it's not, yeah. and they're never running 44K and, you know, a, yep. a whole number of dirty air cleaners and all that stuff. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, did anybody find anything on that? On the on the on the car battery, I have not like found an AGM platinum? that fits that. No, I don't. Yeah, or a platinum. Uh, Sears had that platinum gel battery. That I can't Jeep. answer. For seven years. Yeah, I'm uh, not finding that either. Yeah, that I can't answer. I just got to assume the car doesn't need that much cranking power. Yeah, so I don't think do you do. People are going to nope. do it. Okay, well, you guys. Uh, okay. Oh, don't, oh, set your set your clocks back. Oh, we'll do it. Oh, yeah, good, yeah, good reminder. Thanks, Randy. Yes, yes. Today ends daylight <laughs> right, saving great, time. Good one, day. Randy. Thank you very much. Let's see if we can squeeze one more in here. Jr. in Denver, what's going on? Oh, I, I, hello. We have a blessed day today. Bless a windy day. Yep. It's a beautiful day out it there. It is gorgeous. Oh yeah. I have a 2010 Forerunner, 175,000 miles. And as a preventive maintenance, I wanted to put a thermostat and a uh, a radiator cap on it. No, uh, Toyota has it. Uh, it's twenty dollars more. How about Napa? Napa has one too for the uh, thermostat nut. What should I just stick with Toyota? Or I or? would stick with the Toyota on that. I would. I would. Yeah. Okay. It's worth the extra twenty for the even Toyota. the cap too. Eh, the Napa yeah. cap would be fine. But on the thermostat, since you know it takes some time to get down to it, I would stick with the Toyota on it. Yeah, I got. I still, you know, just preventing. I still, it's still running good. One hundred seventy-five thousand. Just want to do this permitting. Yeah, you should be good. Yeah, and it'll go forever. Yeah, should be great. Uh, Jr., I got to run. Okay. Thank you very much for top of the hour hard break. Steve in Colorado Springs, hang tight. We'll come right back to you. Couple lines open, by the way. 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. Another full hour coming your way. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.